welcome to Coming Off the Reels. My name is Drew Martin. I'm Ryan Vinson. I'm Sean McLean. And I'm Roy King. And on and Roy, you don't sound very excited about that. He didn't. Like, I'm I Roy thought King. Was, I thought it sounded kind of <laughs> whimsical. Like I'm Roy King. Mm. No, <laughs> I'm just trying to remember these movies. Oh. <laughs> It's fine. I think that these will unfold as we get into them a little bit. Right, right. Yeah. And that's yeah. why tonight we're doing two films, Don't Breathe and Don't Breathe 2, colon, Don't Breather. Um, <laughs> live free or don't breathe? I don't know. That's better. Um, so these are ones that I feel like Ryan has been telling me for a while about Don't Breathe. And I had not watched it at all. And then the second one recently came out. And I figured now was the time to watch both of them together. So I I will definitely be moving back and forth between these films because I can't quite remember which one goes to which. Mm-hmm. Uh, okay. All right. But, you know, it'll be all right. Um, uh Suffice to say is that we'll be spoiling these movies, so, you know, I guess if you don't want them spoiled, you shouldn't listen to a podcast about a movie you haven't seen yet. I think that's on <laughs> you, listener. Yup. Booyah. Uh, you may think it's to recommend whether or not the film is good, but no. Right. No, no. it's not. Uh, so, the first one, Don't Breathe, from 2016. The synopsis is... Hoping to walk away with a massive fortune, a trio of thieves break into the house of a blind man who isn't as helpless as he seems. Uh, blind man played by uh, Stephen Lang. Stephen Lang, who I generally enjoy his performances. Like he typically really goes for it, mm-hmm. even if I'll they're ridiculously. Yep. And uh, Jane Levy from that musical show that's on TV that I haven't watched. Zoe's infinite playlist, or uh, she's not Zoe herself, is she? Yeah. Oh, is she? Yeah, I'd be damned. She's a lead character. Yeah, she was also in the Evil Dead remake. Zoe's uh, extraordinary playlist. Extraordinary. Nick and Nora's uh, infinite playlist. There you go. And this Some is dir- playlist. This is directed by the same guy that directed the Evil Dead remake. Oh, oh okay. Okay. Fetty Alvarez, um, I believe it is. You're correct. She was also. Is it? Suburgatory? She was on a TV show on oh. ABC. That sounds anyway. made up. I don't know. Um, it's not. <laughs> so, yeah, obviously there's, you know, the friends are trying to break in. They're like, oh, this guy's got all this settlement money because, you know, some rich girl ran over his daughter and it was the payout. So we're going to break into the house and take it. But it turns out, like, you know, he's, like, an ex-Navy SEAL or something. And he right. really starts fucking with them. Who mm. wasn't... I don't think, believe he was, a re- he was like, born blind. He, yeah, somehow like he lost his sight. Yeah. yeah. Something yeah. in the service. Yeah. Um, I think this is, like, a grenade explosion or something like that. Or So, had, had all of you guys seen this movie before? Yes. Yeah, I had. Uh, now, Jeez. obviously, there's the one scene that, like, it's all anybody could talk about with the turkey baster. <laughs> right. But there's a lot leading up to that. Uh, yeah, yeah, yes. yeah. Yeah. So what did you guys think of the original Don't Breathe? Ryan, I'll start with you. Uh, well, it's, that's easy for me because I'm pretty sure it's on my best of 2016 list. 
Pretty sure you're so correct. I I really enjoyed the first one because I just felt like it's a very tense. I mean, it takes place just in his house, and it seems like that's such a limited spot for it to take place, especially when you're considering. In theory, it's just about them walking in, getting money from a safe, and walking back out. And I just thought that they took that and added so much to it, and it becomes so tense. And the ways that they keep the characters in the house are borderline ludicrous sometimes, but they all are very interesting. And I think they really, they just keep you on the edge of your seat. So Mm -hmm. I love the first one. Yeah, I wholeheartedly agree. The first one is like a very taut thriller. Um, I mean, it clocks in a shade under 90 minutes, but it, it doesn't wear out its welcome, obviously, with the short runtime. But I mean, it packs a lot in those what eighty nine minutes or so. Um, especially like Ryan said, like everything's pretty much self contained within the house. But you know, the trio they don't know their way around, and you know, Stephen Lang he he pops up and he is super super creepy in this movie. Um, especially a couple of times when you know he'll he'll you don't think he's there or you don't think he's able to you know find the action or you think he's like completely incapacitated and then it's like nope he's awake and he's <laughs> right there in the action so um yeah definitely a lot of cool scenes and a lot of uh interesting ways to use sound and kind of uh give him you know even though he does have a disability it's not he uses his other senses very well yeah roy Thoughts on the first yeah, one? Yeah, I really like the first one for all of those reasons. It's just like, it's so tense and it plays perfectly with tension. Like when he's in the room and like they're in the room around him and it's like they're trying not to make a sound and he knows something's up. They, they do all of that really, really well. And all the stuff, like once they get into the basement is crazy and was very unexpected. So I, I appreciated all of that. Like once they finally got down there. I love the scene where the lights go out and it's like the night cam sequence yeah. where they're like running yeah. from them yeah. and they like really put them in pitch blackness. So they're just like really run, roaming around this basement in the dark. Like that, that all played really well. And um, yeah, I, I like how messed up like he is like he it just starts off as like this kind of victim. And then it flips where he becomes like the predator and he is you know the the aggressor and then you find out like just how crazy he is and it is so weird mm-hmm. yes <laughs> right so so weird uh, uh I, drew what do you think when you watched it well in, in this first one i really appreciated that Stephen lang like all of his methodologies for you know attacking these these kids it seemed authentic like like oh he's blind but these are the the resources that he has at his disposal and knowing like the layout of the house, he could have done these things in the first one. That all seems <laughs> really well done. <laughs> uh, what am I tipping my hand? Uh, we'll get there in time. Yeah, uh, I, I did. And, and now we can just jump right in. But like, uh, there is kind of like, you know, there's this weird dynamic between these three friends where like, uh, one guy is like the quiety, nerdy, smart guy, and he likes Jane Levy. But then, like her boyfriend's part of it, and he's like 
kind of what you would expect, uh, like a real that, douche canoe. Like that guy mm-hmm. is awful. He's a gang. He's a gangster. Right. Oh, he's a real gangster. He goes by the not. He goes by the moniker Money. Yeah. So, how original. Just like Roy. <laughs> Just his name, Money. Like, come yeah. on, Money. Good old he's Roy, got like, Roy Money. He's got like these weird. His hair is braided too. It just doesn't look. Yeah, it's not a good it's look. Not a good it's not a good take, look. Take a look. And I, I'm imagine the guy is a nice enough fellow, but he played <laughs> this so well that I imagine he is a complete asshat. <laughs> oh, shots filed at Daniel Zavato. Oh man, Roy's coming at you. I'm sure he's great, but man, I'll never, I'll never like him. Uh, I but, hated money. Yeah, <laughs> but that's I, the weird I, thing is you expect like. There's this weird, like, you know, oh, this guy's, like, pining after the girl, but he's not going to get her, and yada, yada, yada. And I was like, this is going to be a through line for this whole movie. And what? then Stephen Lang immediately shoots money in the head. Yeah. Like, oh, shit. Um, that scene is crazy. Yes. Well, yeah, you thought you thought he was going to let him go, or at least, like, not shoot him right underneath the chin. But, oh, man, yeah. that the way, like, the muffled, like the shot, but it's even like muzzled or like it's muffled, and like you just see like the flash and then the blood Ugh. splat, and it's just like oh shit, like things go from zero to a hundred real quick. Yeah, real and then the quick. other two had to like stay completely quiet, yeah, because he didn't well, know one they of them were was, there. One of them was outside because the nerdy he kid left, was, yeah, yeah. Once the once money pulls out the gun, he's like, "I'm getting out of here." Like this yeah. is stupid. Oh, okay. Yeah, I didn't know you had a gun in here, so he takes off. Oh, because that would because he was all about the charges. Like if we get caught doing this, yeah, it's right. only this. But if you do this, it escalates it up to right. this, yep. and it's all going to come back on him because uh, they they've broken into other houses, and they're all houses that like his dad works for a security company, mm-hmm. and you know that's yeah, how yeah they, he steals so, the keys and stuff. Right, that's and, the way in. Yeah. yeah. Yep. Which I thought was smart. Yeah. Um, so then obviously like, you know, this kind of gets home alone a little bit and they're all in and around this house. Yeah. Yeah. And, but it's all good. Like, again, like this movie, it moves at a clip. Uh, but then at, at some point they end up in the basement mm-hmm. and, uh, Roy, tell us about the basement. Well, when they finally get down there, they find, uh, a girl who is caged up. And the room's completely soundproofed, and there's like blankets and mattresses and stuff everywhere. And she's chained to the wall. And when she jumps out of the shadow, like that is terrifying. That was bananas. Yeah. Like, yes. Oh, it scared me so much. Uh, but then you find out that she's the one who ran over um, his daughter. Like he killed her daughter, or his daughter. So he kidnapped her and is trying, uh, like his mindset is she took my child away and now she will give me a new child so he is trying to inseminate her with a turkey baster and he makes it very clear that he's not doing anything more than that but it's still not (laughs) Not okay that's still (laughs) sexual assault by the way anybody listening not the right thing to do (laughs) well here's the way too like the way this is all like framed and everything is that you don't know that the girl chained downstairs is pregnant. Like the way they shoot it, you don't get that. Like you don't see her belly at all, or at least they have like a dress that kind of like hides it. And it's not really until the end, like when, cause inevitably Stephen Lang ends up shooting the girl and 
So, like, you see her corpse, and then, like, you kind of see, like, her belly raised there. And, like, the way they shoot it, like, it's kind of a slow reveal that it's like, oh, he's impregnated her. <laughs> Especially when he's, like, revealing his plan. And then he's got Jane Levy strapped up to the same contraption. And he's like, guess what? Scissors snip. You're gonna, you're the new proxy now. And it's like. Oh, the scissors. Oh, oh but he's man. like, he's like. You're young, you're you're healthy, nine months, like I'll let you live your life. You just gotta give me a daughter. And like her struggling and she's like completely her arms are tied back. She's up in the air, like completely helpless and like just flailing about and he's sitting there with the turkey baster and you're just like, Oh, please somebody come and stop this. Like I don't want this to happen. Well, somebody at did all. come. That's what the turkey baster was for. <laughs> oh, come on. <laughs> wow. No. Oh, <laughs> I'm sorry. I normally uh, I like gross. to stay a little bit above the fray, but uh, oh, you know, no. this today. time you jumped right in. Today, I'm that guy. I'm the bottom <laughs> dweller. Oh boy! Oh, oh boy! Um, uh, so uh, I've forgotten a lot. I think I'm getting old. All right. So does does the nerdy guy come in at this point? Yeah, so you're supposed to. There's a scene right before that where you're led to believe that he's beaten to death with a shovel. I believe he's. Uh, you're led to believe that he got stabbed with a pair of garden shears. Oh yeah, and right. It's actually money. He has the corpse Steve, of money. Stephen Lang has driven the garden shears into money's dead body, and the nerdy kid is actually still alive, even though he's oh. been he's fallen through <laughs> fallen through a window. He's, into the greenhouse, yeah. yeah oh, he's yeah, been, he's gotten his ass kicked at this yeah. point. He got his ass beat. All over then, this house. Yes. And, yeah, so... That scene with the garden shears, like, where he's, they're, like, fighting in, like, the mud room or whatever. Yeah. That scene was awesome. Like, well, he's just wailing on him. Well, and then he has the forethought to use, like, the dryer, the drying machine, and turn that on and create, like, background noise, noise so that Stephen Lang can't use his hearing to hear him so he kind of tries to get the upper hand a little bit but (laughs) Stephen Lang knows where that button is power and he just wails on that nerdy kid oh man he he lands (laughs) pretty brutal like some real like and the way like he his punches like look like they hurt like he was like almost like a pugilist like he would just hit it and it was just it looked like it was just Painful. Every I feel like hit. I feel like Stephen Lang was like perfect casting for this because yeah. he oh, is a yeah, pretty definitely. intimidating, scary dude. Yeah, when he wants to be. Well, I mean, he's jacked too. Yeah. <laughs> he he's wearing just like tank top, and he. I mean, the the guns are on full display. I think it's like, <laughs> I think it's a rider in his contract because in Avatar he's largely tank topped. Yep. Yeah. Like, yeah. Like, oh, you're an older man, but you are. Doing okay. Stephen yeah. Lang likes those sweet tanks. Who doesn't? <laughs> and that's a, a good time to plug a, a Thanksgiving. You know, it's right around the corner. If you want to get some little prizes for people, <laughs> go to our website. Yeah, get those prizes. <laughs> get a sweet coming off the reels tank. Well, well, now you have to make sure that this episode comes out after. Um, oh, I usually night. do. I usually <laughs> oh, do. Put right, them out so. sequentially. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, that joke will not land right. at all. Uh, <laughs> right. Or you know, we do it for everybody who's listening to all three episodes. We, Every we minute of up, all three it's a, episodes. A little treat for those for our real fans. A little yeah, prize. That's right. A little prize, a little prize, if prize you will. for our fans. Uh, all right. So the nerdy kid comes down and and saves Jane Levy from getting turkey basted, 
And uh, then, in a real, I mean, and outside of the disgusting nature of it, it looks so painful is that uh, she rams the turkey baster into Stephen Lang's mouth and oh, just man. like, and it's not the fact that he has a mouthful of his own semen. It's that it feels like it Isn't would be it? really painful to have a turkey baster shoved into your throat. Yeah. 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 So, I imagine it is. I mean, I think it's a real one-two. You're like, ouch, that hurts. Oh, God. Yeah. <laughs> right. <laughs> I realize what's in that baster. Yeah. yeah. I was so relieved when he came and saved her from yes. that. Like, oh. Oh, it was awful. Yeah. Yeah. It was such a tense, such a tense part. And he was really good at, because at the beginning of this, he's like, who's there? And you think he's just like this. Just this blind guy living by himself, you know, and he's being robbed, so you automatically feel for him immediately. And then when he's just like out in the living room, and you're still exciting with him, and he plays that really well. But then he also played scary, like monster guy, really well. But then when he accidentally shot the the girl who was pregnant, I felt his grief. Like he played that really well. Like he mm. he really had some good range for this. This little horror movie, yeah. And go ahead. No, I mean you're you're kind of teeter tottering between like all of the characters are not good people. Like you know you've got the trio right. that is robbing a blind guy, and they've robbed countless other houses before that. But you kind of you feel for him because like Jane Levy, they go into her backstory that she's actually looking to escape Detroit. And leave with, I'm guessing, her daughter, or sister. daughter, younger sister, yeah, something like that. Uh, yeah. Um, and so that that's the whole reason why she's robbing these houses. I mean, <laughs> it's one of those things. that's like, okay, if the mother's stealing bread to feed her hungry children, it's like, you know, she's still a thief. But the reasons why she's doing it are they, you know, is it a means to an end kind of thing? Yeah. Um, but well, then this isn't bread. This was money from a blind. Oh, I know, man. I know, I know, <laughs> I know. But then, but then Stephen Lang comes in and he's the blind man and he's imprisoned a girl and forcefully impregnated her uh, down in the basement. So it's like, there's no heroes in this. No, 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 no. But you're constantly kind of trying. I mean, ultimately, the movie makes this makes your mind up for you, where it's like, okay, Stephen Lang is the ultimate bad in this one. But the other right. main characters are not great people. And I do like that she just gets away with it. Like that she gets free and gets the money and takes her sister and mm-hmm. leaves yeah. town. I like that. Wait, was that addressed in the That's just the end one? of the movie. No, no that's, that's the that's end the of the first, first one. one. Yeah. yeah. They're in the, the airport terminal. Yeah. What? She's not in she's not involved in the second one at all. No, no, no. no. But I was thinking like again, maybe I'm got some parts that I blanked out. For some reason, I really thought this ended with him dragging her back down the street again. That's it the, did, but then that's she, how it... Yeah, that's the beginning. <laughs> well, oh, the, oh, yeah. The beginning but then of she it, gets, but then, yeah, she gets, back, she gets drugged back into the house, but then the ladybug is on her finger, and then it points over to the remote control that controls the alarm. And that's when she trips the alarm, and it sets off, like, the sirens and everything, and she's able to escape, and she knocks Stephen Lang down in the basement with the crowbar or whatever. Guys, yep. I don't know that I saw that. <laughs> you did see that? 
Did you it's fall asleep in like the scene. last 10 minutes? Did you turn it off early? I don't know. Did you I, fall asleep or something? So, so maybe. Yeah. Maybe. <laughs> I, I got to start watching movies earlier. Yeah, because then it's revealed that Stephen Lang is still alive. Like in the news conference, or the the news report says that right. he's still alive. And it's so like she's, she's watching the news. She's terrified. Maybe she, I do remember that. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, the, the nerdy kid whose dad does the home security, he is killed because he just stalls for a second walking out the front door. He got cocky. He got <laughs> real cocky. <laughs> yep. Well, Why do people so. pause? Just yeah. get out. I know. Get out. He could have just left him all. Like he, he could just be on his yeah, way yeah. home, but nope. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. He wanted to go save money or something. <laughs> um, so yes, then I will say one thing I didn't like, uh, did like, it was kind of weird. I don't know if I liked it or hated it. He does have a dog, a, a big a pit bull type dog. Rob and that Island. dog does a lot of crazy stuff, like crawling through the air ducts and things like that. <laughs> yeah. That was, uh, that was, that was a, yeah, little, a little A little much. bit much. Yeah. Now, much. He, here's the part that I thought was like weird was like, uh, at one point when she does escape the house, uh, right before what I was just referencing of him dragging her back down the street, uh, she's running, she jumps over a chain link fence, hides in this old car, um, and like the dog gets there and she like tricks the dog to some razzle dazzle. Uh, <laughs> but then Stephen Lang shows up and I'm like, well, I want to know how he got there. How did he climb over that fence? He may have just walked down the street. You don't know where spatially his house is in regards to the, I guess, abandoned warehouse wherever they parked the car. And I just, um, it's a little weird. I don't know how he probably he... followed the sound of the dog barking. Yeah, yeah. Because the dog barked a lot. Mm-hmm. Yes. And I imagine he knew the neighborhood as well as he knew his house. Well, <laughs> and he he was the only one on that street too. Like all the other houses were yeah, abandoned. Like it was so... just him. Yeah. And he was yeah. out walking his dog. So I imagine he. Okay. Right. He kind of knew his way around. Okay. Okay. My whole thing is like thinking I'll about buy that like for a dollar. They they saw Stephen Lang walking the dog. Why didn't they try? to do it when they know he's not going to be home like i imagine i mean i don't know how long his dog walks are going to be but well their their mo is that they like put him out like they knocked him out so they would sleep through it i know but what i'm saying is like they see Stephen lang walking the dog yeah, but you'd rather like yeah know, but that's you can't control that yeah you don't know when he's going to show back up as opposed to like yeah oh, what we if knocked oh him i forgot my keys or oh yeah i'm too tired to walk you never know but they were Plus casing they don't know the joint. they don't know where the money is right no right. but like they were casing the joint at least they knew like they could schedule i don't know i just i, I would have i would have done it where he was not going to be at the house i, I think i would have no i were I to break into a house of a blind man, I think controlling the situation <laughs> as much as possible would be key. And I think just like, you know, one middle of the night, there's less chance of other people being around. Um, you know, if they have been putting them to sleep before, why would they think it wouldn't work this time? You know. And I don't know. I don't know if they just did it for the sake of brevity, but it really seems like casing the joint was they sat outside the house one time. Yeah, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and right. they're like, well, "Let's do it, let's get to it." Uh, now the shows are inexperienced, so <laughs> so uh, yeah. But largely, don't breathe. Largely, yeah. Solid, solid nice, horror, tense, film. nice, tense thriller. Yep, yep. Yes, yeah, yeah. Li- more of a thriller than a horror film, I would say. Yeah, yeah. 
Um, so are we good? Are we good to uh, close the book on Don't Breathe? Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. All mm-hmm. right. Yep. 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 Don't Breathe 2. The plot of this, the sequel is set in the years following the initial deadly home invasion where Norman Nordstrom, Stephen Lang, lives in quiet solace until his past sins catch up to him. That's a weird, a weird yeah. thing. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know if I agree with that right. completely. More, yeah. it's like uh, we're in the future. Stephen Lang has a, a young girl that he takes care of that we believe to be his daughter and uh, some skeevy criminals kidnap her and he goes after them yes true that yeah yep. yeah that sounds right uh did anybody recognize the main criminal uh, i knew that sean would warren uh, Beatty. yeah my name's from not empire records warren. yeah <laughs> he's, he's oh right the, right, the right. little yep. nerdy guy stealing all the cds the one with the yeah, yeah he breaks with the gun it's, yeah. it's it's weird it was a weird like oh my gosh immediately yeah. it's like oh that's warren it was kind of like it was. It was almost like a Donnie Wahlberg in the Sixth Sense kind of look. You're like, oh shit, yeah, that's uh, what's his face from Empire Records. Like it, it almost you you almost didn't recognize him, but then he like, I think he like had some kind of characteristic, had some kind of inflection. And I was like, oh, now I remember what I rem- what he's from. So um, he's super creepy in this movie. So. And this one, again, we're spoiling, so whatever. Uh, <laughs> it turns out that uh, our main villain guy is kidnapping this girl, and he's like, oh, uh, I'm actually your father, and uh, your mom and I ran a meth lab, and it blew up, and you were in the middle of the street, and Stephen Lang just happened by, and he's like, oh, free girl. I'll raise her as my own. <laughs> oh, we got baby girls on the street? Cool. So, Don't mind if I do. Um, Ryan, I want to start with you because you had a problem, even in concept, where you were like, I don't know how I'm going to be able to watch this movie where essentially Stephen Lang is the hero. Stephen Correct. Lang, murderer of captive girl who he sexually assaulted and forcibly impregnated our right. hero oh and that's yeah. definitely how the the trailer paints it like he's like somehow he had a daughter and he's trying to protect her and somebody kidnaps her and it's like taken yeah so but that's not really necessarily how it turns out because obviously he kidnapped a girl so he's still a villain in the film um I mean, it's this one is okay. Uh, I do like that they ended up not making him a hero because I was really concerned about that. This one feels a little more, in my opinion, like almost like cheap and grindhousey, like just like kind of stupid and violent, and mm-hmm. a lot of it's like over the top. Like another spoiler alert: oh, the dad comes back to get the daughter because he's gonna have a, ha- a heart transplant for his uh, meth head wife. 
And I'm like, nah, I mean, okay, I guess. Yeah. I mean, you had to top the evil that Stephen Lang put out there. And it's like, what what can we possibly make that would make Stephen Lang the hero of this movie? And yeah, meth heads that are going to are going to take the the heart out of a little girl in order to feed or to give it to another meth head, ultimately their parents. And it's just like, yeah, that's pretty awful. <laughs> that's pretty awful. True. But I don't it's know if pr- that gives him the redemption. And, and that's what I didn't like. I thought this movie was okay, but a number of characters are trying to offer him redemption. Like, Hey, I know you like, there's a, a flower plant delivery woman who the yeah. daughter gets to ride around with. And she's like, look, I know that you've done some stuff that are bad. There are some things that are bad. Um, you're not that guy. Like, you've been redeemed. And I was like, yeah, you don't actually get to forgive him. <laughs> yeah. Let's talk to the dead woman who he kidnapped and impregnated. See if mm-hmm. she's ready to forgive him yet. Mm-hmm. <laughs> right. Um, but she didn't know about those things. I, I'll tell you, you know, Sean. You <laughs> she were didn't talking, know about the specifics. Right, right. Sean, you were talking about how they needed to uh, out evil Stephen Lang so to really define who our hero is. And I think that, yeah, removing the heart from a little girl is bad. But killing his dog, that's how you did it. I was like, well, motherfuckers. Uh, I was so pissed about that. Yeah. And him, like, was... sobbing at the dog. That yeah. was a rough moment. Yeah, yeah. That I when the dog disappeared, I was like, "Please don't, don't kill it." And then like he discovers it, I'm like, oh, yeah, "Yeah." Because I, the, our introduction introduction to his uh, the girl that he's been watching is like she's on the run, and there's this dog chasing her, and it's set up to be very similar to like the scene in the first one, and mm-hmm. it turns out like he's just training her, yeah, and. You know, afterwards, like she's talking, she's like, "Oh, you almost got me, uh, Woofy Shadow." Um, and <laughs> yeah, you know, the dog's all playful and stuff like that. So it was like, "Oh man, it was really rough when they killed that dog." Mm-hmm. But then, like, he ultimately got another dog, <laughs> right? Because the villains also have a dog that they've sent to kill him. Uh, yeah, and I, I like that. Like, you know, he the dog's going after Stephen Lang, and he's. Like doing everything in his power to not kill this dog. Yeah. Yes. He goes way well out of his way. Like, yeah. To, oh, yeah. Not to rig up like a weird contraption where he like takes a bed spring and like flops over the top of the dog with the bed spring oh, and then yeah. 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 He like crawls over the top the of it. In like yeah. the attic or and whatever. And then when the yeah. house is on fire, like he like, goes back in and he goes back for him. Yeah. Yeah. That like, was that was good. I know he's not redeemed. But he's not redeemed. <laughs> that was <laughs> no. But I'm like, I yeah, appreciated this is, that. This is least. the same guy that violently has killed two people from the first movie. Well, three people from the first movie, and then he's dispatched with these thugs as well. Right. So it's like he he values a dog's life over a human life. To be Mar- fair, <laughs> I also value a dog's life over <laughs> at least and at least scumbag. At least sixty six percent of the participants on this podcast. <laughs> Wow. <laughs> Sorry, Roy. Sorry. Aww. Aww. I knew uh. it was me. <laughs> I like that in this one, he's basically Daredevil. Yes. Yeah. Anybody else yeah. think that? Yeah. 
Yes. They really amp up sense. his like awareness and yeah. his I don't want to say superpower, but he's it definitely is. throwing things around and nailing people like with yeah. objects. And, oh, with the hammer when he does yeah, like his sonar. Yeah. 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 He's definitely using sonar. Or when he's <laughs> absolutely he's laying in a pool of water. Yes. And three yes. guys come yeah. down and when they step into the water, like ripples hit him from three different directions and he's like, Got him. Bang, bang, bang. Three <laughs> shots, three dead bodies. And I was like, Yeah, this fucking movie. <laughs> it didn't and this is what I didn't need. Like I liked the first one because I felt like it was at least somewhat grounded in like a kind of reality. Yeah, and this was just. Yeah, it's a sequel that's not needed at all. Well, that's the that's the problem. Exactly. Yes. Right. It's an unnecessary right. sequel. Um, and a lot of the times I think they were trying to be clever too. Like they would put Stephen Lang in situations where the robbers from the first movie were in, but they flipped it now. So Stephen Lang is the on the other end of it. Like like you said, the dog chasing through the house. Um, I think there was a scene where Stephen Lang falls on top of the atrium and it looks reminiscent to where the one kid falls off and he falls through the ceiling and you're like, okay, I get what you're trying to do here. I'm like, I think you guys are, <laughs> I think the director was thinking he was a little bit more clever than he really was. And it's like, you're just flipping everything exactly like Stephen Lang had it. And it's just like, eh. Yeah. <laughs> I did eh. enjoy at one point, like when all these guys are chasing him around and he's out in the garage with one of them, and he gets like super glue and pours it all over like a guy's mouth and nose to where oh, man. he that can't brutal. he can't breathe. Uh, yeah, and like the other buddy shows up, he's like, "Hey, uh, you know, open your teeth," and he like shoves oh, something yeah. into his cheek so I that he can breathe out of his oh. side mouth hole. Huh? Gross. Well, then like, and, and then oh, yeah, I then the guy with that. the glue on his face like goes a step further and like cuts his. Hurry up. Mouth open oh, with yeah. I don't even know what he okay. uses, but it's like ah that yeah it was mm. it was pretty painful yeah so um eventually uh, again like uh they get away with the girl and they're like ah oh, how's he gonna find him now but he's got the dog and he's like hey woofy woofy uh <laughs> <laughs> woofy too. <laughs> <laughs> it reminded me of like a like a Robin Hood Prince of Thieves where it's like you know he's got the horse and he's like you're my eyes tonight or whatever it was oh, like yeah. that where the no the I don't just, remember that scene at all the dog just takes him back to this old abandoned hotel with uh, the deepest swimming pool I've ever seen in my life no yes. less than 50 feet deep <laughs> Oh yeah, <laughs> yeah. As hotel swimming pools are to be, you know it. Uh, I don't know. I there were some cool I, parts I mean, here. Go ahead, Ryan. I think really that's that's what it comes down. There's some parts that are that are fine and that are cool, and some that make a callback to the original. But in the end, like I just can't swallow the heart transplant thing. Like I've seen like plenty of like crime shows where there's like dodgy back alley surgeries. But no two meth heads are hiring somebody who they believe are going to be able to do a heart transplant alone by themselves. Yeah. Like I just right. Well, and it's just like I just can't. I can't swallow this. No. Here's the thing too: is like there was a news report at the beginning of the movie where it's talking about like there is a, I guess a guy like that's harvesting organs or whatever that's on the run, and like 
that ends up being the same guy that is doing yeah. the heart transplant on. Well, I, I do girl. not recall that at all. I, I oh, do. Yeah, they showed like, like several different things about this organ guy, <laughs> yeah, and I kept thinking, like, who cares? Well, like, why? Just, why do I care about this? Just be like, oh, and we took a we took a doctor hostage. Boom! There it yeah. is. You don't need a whole. Well, it, it teed it up like it was it was going to be some like big rival to. Uh, Stephen Lang. Yeah. Uh, that's like, like, like that's how they were playing it, I, I felt like. Well, and then, like, even in the back of the thug's ca- truck is a cooler. And, like, so you, I, you're led to believe that maybe these guys are working for the organ harvester. Uh, and, like, the way it's set up, it's made I to look like... Saying, yeah. Yeah, and it's made to look like, for whatever reason, the lead thug is really preoccupied with the little girl and so like is and like they show up at the old man's house and you're like do they just have to have like little girl organs like is that what is that their bread and butter like exactly and i'm like why did why are they track him down like yeah his meth lab blew up he had to have another way to make some scratch there you go i guess but he's been in prison for eight years so it's like yeah yeah. but I will say at the very end when he threw the the smoke bomb or whatever, and he was doing kind of the same thing that Jane Levy did, where you know he'd do like the run by, like hit him with a knife real quick, and then, um, I, I <laughs> this is another thing where he's using like the sonar because like he's the way they're at, they're walking right next to that pool, the empty pool, and it's like how did he know not to really just like <laughs> he's running by. <laughs> How would he know, like, to stay away from the edge of the pool and not just run straight off the side? I mean, like, again, he can feel the thickness of the smoke. <laughs> well, whenever he was young, he was his dad was a boxer, and uh, he threw a fight, and then someone threw toxic waste into his eyes, and uh, he knew where the pool was. He definitely has mastered the art of the teeter totter, so I I do believe that that's that's where he gets his power from. Gross. And then, like you know, Stephen Lang, who I don't remember all the wounds that he is that he takes, but tons. I feel like yeah. tons, he's nonstop. He is one hundred percent dead, and yes. so his little girl goes away. And like, there's a when she's out with the flower lady earlier, she sees like a children's home. Uh, in she sees a children home and she's like very jealous of it. And first of all, I was like, "This is a a like a children's home in like a very very rundown part of Detroit," and they make it like these kids even at the end are like, "This is fucking paradise," and it's like <laughs> like rusty playground equipment, and it's just like, "Is there room for one more?" And like one of the students is like. I think there just might be like, well, you probably need to ask an adult first, but yeah, okay. <laughs> and probably get your tetanus shots and boosters and stuff. Cause yeah, definitely. I think it was just friends that she was wanting. Right. Oh. Yeah. And yeah. I, like, I well, also she's been in solitude. Other, other yeah. Friends, yeah. Yeah. I didn't, he didn't let her this, do anything. Uh, the super dramatic thing where she's like, my name's Phoenix oh, at the God. very end. Like, is that like, from the ashes is that all that's supposed to be like i'm ray skywalker really- I, I think it was like he called her phoenix but then like did he i didn't even guess yeah, meth, yeah. meth heads were like no your real name is uh, tara woofy and- <laughs> <laughs> 
And so when they ask her her name, she's like, well, Stephen Lang was my real dad, that oh, murdering, okay. raping son of a bitch. I'm Phoenix. Yeah. Mm. So real. he died. He did die. Die. And then he Presumably. He yeah. had to, right? No, because yeah. his fingers twitch. Oh. They do twitch. I don't remember this at See, all. No, His oh. fingers twitched in the first at the yeah. end of the first one too. He looked like he was dead. Now we're all. Now you guys are on the other side of this. Yeah, because then it cuts back to his dead body and like old. Uh, does anybody remember the name of the dog? Uh, the dog shows <laughs> Woofy? up. Woofy. And like, he's like, twitches his little fingers, and it's like, oh my gosh, this guy can't die. He's like Michael Myers. Like, shoot him thirty times. He's all right. Oh man, I can't wait. Was that like a, a post credits tease for DB3? Oh, yeah. I cannot wait. You know it's going to happen because Don't yep. Breathe 2 made plenty of money for a cheap horror film. Yeah. Wow. So, yeah. yeah. There's a, there's crossed. a market for it. Fingers <laughs> yep. crossed. Uh, so, in general, we all recommend Don't Breathe and Don't Breathe 2 is skip it. At your own risk. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. If yeah. you really, you know, like, really, there are parts that are yeah. are cool, but, it, but... It, it's not the same tension that the first one is, which you, no. It no. utilizes no. that whole darkness and not being able to see, like it, right? Very claustrophobic, largely, and this just well, it, and it's not. The, shoots that out of shit. Well, yeah, and the thugs came, the thugs come in, and they're just like making all kinds of noise and racking. They don't give a shit about like staying quiet or whatever. So it's really. You don't even need like the "Don't Breathe" title. It's like there's no, there's no need for them to be quiet. They're just coming in and mm-hmm. wrecking shop. So the 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 sequence of of them first getting to the house and her hiding from them was pretty good. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Like in the that weird box thing. Yeah, yeah. Well, yeah. That, well then like, even oh, her under, under the bed, bed and then under like the under like the dresser thing. Yeah, she, you yeah. Know, like throwing. Right. Throwing her Tamagotchi so that it goes off or something. I don't know. It's something that beeps. I I, I don't know what kids play with. Um, Tamagotchis. Yeah, I don't know. It was fine. Man. Yeah. Mm, I, it's, I, I think I'm going a little bit more negative on it. It was just, it's a sequel that I didn't want, didn't really need. Oh, definitely. And it's, yeah. it's, it's one of those I'm just like, like we said, like why? Why did this need to exist? I I really don't know, and it it doesn't enhance. Don't breathe at all. Like, there's no added benefit to watching this. You're yeah, not gonna I, get I, some. I honestly think, oddly enough, that Sean has convinced me to just say, just don't even bother watching it. That's uh, that's all I wanted. I, that's yeah. all. Can I can I, can I talk <laughs> yeah. about like one thing I did enjoy, and that was one of the henchmen, like kind of sees what's going on but it's really kind of like with the dog he's like hey your dog's in there and like you know guys like ah who the fuck cares and in the end he's just like you know what fuck this shit and he just kind of like walks away tells him how to gives him some information on where to go or something yeah oh yeah i was like yeah good for that guy i guess the henchman with the heart of gold yep (laughs) yep yep uh all right well Watch one, don't watch the other. Roy, where can they find us? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, find us on our website, comingoffthereels.com. And while you're there, check out the almost 300 episodes in our archives. Plenty of content for you to enjoy. 
We also have a merchandise tab to check out as well. There'll be some uh, fun stuff on there for you. With the holidays coming up, get yourself or or a family member or friend something special. Little little prize. Treat yourself a little yeah. bit. <laughs> Maybe get a little t-shirt and put it on your dog, Woofy. So it's coming off the roof. <laughs> right? Uh, oh, boy. <laughs> I'm thinking of like a new, another t-shirt, like my dog's name is Woofy or something like that. There you go. Uh, um, wherever you like to listen, uh, we really appreciate any, any, uh, um, I, oh, I derailed man. you. I'm sorry, man. Ooh, oh man. Yeah, I, I am off rate and review wherever you like to listen. The, uh, shows available wherever podcasts are. So we do appreciate every, every one of those also subscribe. Uh, that is the very, very best way to support us. Uh, we are on Facebook and Instagram at coming off the reels and on Twitter at off the reels. Say hi to us there. Um, tell us what you thought of these these two movies. Are they for you or no? We want to know. Uh, send us an email, comingoftherealz at gmail.com, for any recommendations on movies you'd like us to watch or review, any sp- spotlights on directors or actors or decades uh, that you'd like, like us to do. So send us an email there. Um, I want to thank Josh Rodenberg for original theme, and thank you all for listening. Yeah. And it's possible that this is the the last horror movie that we'll do in this series of horror films that's gone into October and through into November, and now we'll transition into our Thanksgiving-only films. Oh, oh yeah. man. That means Thanksgiving. That's the only one I even know of. So. Yep. Planes, trains, and automobiles, folks. Nope. Just Thanksgiving. Oh, yeah, so. Nah. Killer turkey. And, and uh, Thanksgiving 3. Oh, God. <laughs> There's three of them? <laughs> I don't know. We watched no, the second one. No, there's only one. two. But the second, the second oh, one that's was right. unwatchable. Ugh. But the first one's a delight. Yeah, it is really terrible. So uh, check it out in our back catalog. Uh, so until next time, my <laughs> name is Drew Martin. I'm Ryan Vincent. I'm Sean McLean. And I'm Roy King. And this has been Coming Off the Reels. Coming Off the Reels.